As we head into the semifinal round of the Twin Valley League Basketball Tournament, Jeff Ward's back in studios with a look at what we have seen so far this week and what to watch for as we still have three days of amazing hoops still to come. Today's show is brought to you by Oldie Family Farms, the Hanover Hospital, and Washington Health and Drug. Let's go back to Monday night and start with the girls' side. First off in the four versus five matchup with the Clifton Clyde girls taking on Lynn. The Lady Bulldog defense was menacing early on and would hold a usually fast start in Clifton Clyde to only four first quarter points, and the lower seed Bulldog held a five-point lead after one. Something sparked that Lady Eagles team, though, during the quarter break as they would come out firing on all cylinders in the second period. They would close the gap midway through the second, and after causing back-to-back turnovers and turning them into buckets, and at half, we were tied at 24. In the second half, the story was Clifton Clyde's defense. They would limit Lynn to only two third-quarter points, both coming from Claire Bikeman, who led, who led Lynn in scoring with 14 points. But from there on, it was academic as Lynn's shooting struggles would continue, and that would spell doom as Clifton Clyde would take the 48-38 win. The Eagles were led in scoring by who else but junior Shea Wirtz, who racked up 21. Lily Steinbrock had nine points, most coming in the second half. Sevy Wirtz was at the line four times to propel her to six points. Riley Hammond had all five of her points just after the halftime break. Four came for Jadelyn Bowen, while Alyssa Sorrell finished with three the old-fashioned way to round out the scoring for Clifton Clyde. In the loss, as I said, Claire Bikeman did finish with 14 points. Megan Byer, who has had a sneaky good tournament, finished with nine. Sophia Bott earned all six of her points from the three-point range. Marcella Huerta was troubled inside. She finished with just five. And Morgan Wirtz added four to give Lynn 38 on the evening. But the Clifton Clyde defense was just too strong in this one, and that would be enough to get the Lady Eagles on to the next round as they would await the winner of our next game between the one-seed Hanover and a team that pulled a bit of an upset on Saturday, the Valley Heights Lady Mustangs. Unfortunately for the Lady Mustangs, upset number two just wasn't in the cards, as Hanover has their eyes set firmly on running deep into this tournament, and they would blow past Valley Heights 49-32. I'd love to build up some suspense to this game and tell you that it took a late surge for Hanover, and this is no knock to the Lady Mustangs, but Chris Beichman's team left no doubt after this game that they are the team to beat. Hanover led 21-5 at the end of one, a period where seven Lady Cats registered points. And if anything can be considered a bad thing for Hanover in this game, it was their struggles at the free throw line. They were 2 of 10 in the second quarter and finished 12 of 28 from the charity strike. That really was the only thing that Hanover did wrong in this night, however. They were led in scoring by 12 points from senior Macy Holly. Tessa Losey had three three-pointers for her nine points, while Caden Shotty was perfect from the free-throw line on her way to nine as well. Anna Juneman earned seven, six for Caitlin Clip. Four points came from Keegan Atkins. Atkins was maybe the one who was bit the worst by the free-throw bug. She was two of 11 on an abnormally off night for Hanover's usual superstar while Aliyah Sin knocked down two points to round out scoring for the Lady Wildcats. Again, this was just an all-around stellar night for Hanover, 
and they proved why they are one of the top teams in the league and the state. That sets up quite the juicy matchup for this evening with Hanover facing Cliff and Clyde. Expect fireworks in that one, a 6 p.m. tip-off tonight in the main gym. This and all championship bracket games will be featured on KNDY tonight. Let's go next to the D-West girls as they were taking on Centralia. Another team that is quite the threat in what is a loaded TVL girls bracket, Perry Smith's Lady Mustangs, would score in bunches in this one, particularly using their 18-point second quarter to secure a 50-41 to victory. In fact, that 18-point quarter would be as much as Centralia would put up in the first two quarters as a team. Give credit to the Lady Panthers as they didn't shut it down in the second half. That tough stretch that they went through just before the end of the second period put them behind the eight ball way too much in this ballgame. D-West was led in scoring by Kyra Johnson. The senior used her pure athleticism to get to the rim multiple times on her way to 17 points. When Johnson made those first few shots, you could tell it just was going to be her night. Melana Wettstein added eight. Avery Weathersby was three of four from the line. She added seven, while six points came each from Claire Cole, Brenna Eady, and sophomore Katie Johnson to give the Lady Mustangs the 50 total points. In the loss, Owen Peters was her usual self. The all-everything sophomore earned 19 points, including three tray balls. What Dieters does as a, only a sophomore is just amazing to watch. But make no mistake, Centralia team has a whole host of girls who can ball as well. Tori Cuckelman had a pair of three-pointers on her way to eight points. Freshman Cora Thompson netted six. Five points came from Lena Haverkamp, while sophomore Tatum Kramer had all three of her points in the final period. But it just wasn't enough, as the Donovan West girls made the plays when they needed to to get the victory 50-41. to 41. That would set up our final game of the night with maybe the surprise of the tournament, but a happy surprise for the hometown fans as on their home court, the 10-seed Washington County Lady Tigers pulled a bit of a first-round upset on Saturday and were looking to do the same against the Frankfurt Lady Wildcats. At this point, the seeding is all well and good and necessary, of course, for tournament play, but can we admit as a TVL fan base that the fact is, this Lady Tiger team can go. Washington County came out like a house of fire defensively, allowing Frankfurt only three first quarter points. Brian Everett's Cats would climb back into it a bit and made a huge second half push, but the rough start really was the difference in this ballgame, and Washington County continues to roll after a 50-41 to win. The Lady Tigers were led in scoring by a lucky 13 from Jesse Hoover. Hoover was one of three players in double digits for Scott Romeiser's team. By the way, a quick aside, it was really good to see Coach Romeiser on the bench as he has been out for the past few games for the Tigers. Always good to have the man they call Romo back on the bench for Washington County. As I said, though, those three Lady Tigers in double digits, both Brianna Boykin and Allie Boykin notched 10, Allie earning half of hers at the free throw line where the team was 12 of 21 on the evening. Eight points came from Addie Gagel, six from Ella Dezine, while Natalia Almanderas had two, and Kirsten Tholstrip finished one of two at the line for her solo point, giving Washington County 50 on the night. In the loss, Frankfurt was paced by Braley Ebert, who was at the line 16 times, finishing with 13 points. Right behind her was Ashlyn Dollinghouse, 
She netted a dozen. Hattie Gross hit twice from deep on her way to nine points. Three points came from Emma Hardwick, two from Taryn Parthamer, and Tana Stoll and Lexi Dollinghouse each added one free throw. Speaking of the free throw line, that's where Frankfurt really made their hay in this one. They were at the line an incredible 32 times in this game. It might have been the what might have been portion of this game for the Lady Wildcats. Either way, Washington County would move on. They will take on Donovan West tonight. That is the late game, an approximate 7.30 start for the Mustangs and Lady Tigers. Meanwhile, Frankfurt is back at it tonight, taking on, of course, Centralia. That is also a 7.30 start in the secondary gym. Let's take a break here on the TVL Spotlight. We'll get to the boys' action next as the top four seeds still remain coming in to Monday night. But for two of those teams, it will be a fight to make the semis. We'll talk boys' buckets right after these. High school sports season means lots of travel and lots of wear and tear on your vehicle. And if you don't have your car or truck well-maintained, you need an unexpected roadside breakdown on your way to the big game. That's why you need to get your vehicle into Becker Auto Repair and Performance in Centralia. The highly trusted staff at Becker Auto Repair will check your vehicle over to make sure you are ready for those long nights. Does your car, truck, or van need tires? Becker's does that too. You can buy the size you need and have them mounted on site. Becker's has everything to get your vehicle in top shape. Call Becker Auto Repair and Performance at 785-857-3215. That's 785-857-3215. Becker Auto Repair and Performance in Centralia, proud sponsor of Centralia Panther Athletics on the TVL Spotlight. You know, the staff at B&D Buildings and Axel are a lot like their hometown Eagle athletes. They know the work starts long before what anyone sees. The planning and preparation are just the first step in providing quality worksmanship at B&D Buildings. They know teamwork is the key to their success. That's why B&D Buildings remains family-owned and family-run for over 15 years. They know no matter how difficult the task, they can get it done. From small garages to large machine sheds, no project will get any less than 100% effort. They know that sometimes you have to go that extra mile to get the job done. That's why B&D Building services areas in Kansas, Nebraska, Missouri, and Iowa. But most importantly, just like the student-athletes of Axel High, the staff at B&D Buildings are proud to be a part of the Axel community and happy to provide the best that they can for the people that they know and love. Visit bdbuildings.net or call 785-294-0147. B&D Buildings and Axtell, proud sponsor of the Axtell Eagles on the TVL Spotlight. Welcome back to the TVL Spotlight. Let's go to the boys' action now and start with the top-seeded Clifton Clyde as they took on Valley Heights. And I'm not going to lie to you, what this Eagle team can do just has to downright frustrate opposing teams they would nearly double up the Mustangs in this one, 70-38. to 38. And, you know, for most coaches, having a couple of players in double digits is a good night. For Justin Steinbrock, how about two players at 20-plus? What an amazing effort for this Eagle offense. Coy Steinbrock might as well have all of his mail delivered to the three-point line at Washington County because that's where he lived on this night. Seven tray balls. 
at 21 points for Steinbrock. He finished with 23 total. Again, 21 of them coming from Trey Land. But Jack Scotchney said, yeah, 23 is nice, but 24 is better. Scotchney, a sophomore, was at the line nine times. He also canned three trays to lead the Eagles, again, with 24 points. From there, it was 15 for Seth LeClaire. Drayden Reed had four. Two came from Luke Nobert, and Oliver Nobert earned one free throw to give the Eagles 70 total points. Clifton Clyde would easily advance to tomorrow's semifinals to take on the winner of our next game between four-seed Axel and five-seed Centralia. That old saying, defense wins championships, is probably more commonly used in football rather than basketball, but it's probably no surprise that the defending state football champions would use that same mindset in as many sports as possible. And they showed that defensive prowess as they were able to hold off Troy, take a 53-45 win. Both teams were able to tally 24 in the first half, but the Axel defense locked down the Trojans in the second half, holding them to single digits in both the third and fourth quarters, and that would be enough for the Axel offense to get the job done. Isaac Detweiler had 13 of his 16 points in the final period. Detweiler slipped past two others in double digits. Brandon Schmelzley netted 14, including appearing at the line six times, while Eli Brockman was right behind him with a lucky 13. Six points came from Colin Shaughnessy, with Grady Bussing adding four of his own to give Axtell 53 total. In the loss, Troy had three players in double digits as well. Reagan Hartman netted 12, most of those coming in the first half. 11 points came from Christian Etherton, and Logan Blevins added 10 as well. Add in six points from Preston Christensen and Bowden Bennett, but Troy just couldn't bounce back from that mid-game slump and would fall to the Eagles 53-45. That sets up a big-time battle, Axel and Clifton Clyde Friday night, a 6 p.m. tip-off for a battle of the Eagles. So, so far we have the one seed and the four seed headed to the semis. Let's go next to the two seed, Blue Valley, as they were hoping to avoid an upset by a team that had already pulled one in the first night, the Washington County Boys. Unfortunately for the Tigers, Lightning wouldn't strike twice in this one, and even an extremely excited and very talented team wasn't going to hold up to the role that this Blue Valley squad is on right now. If you have yet to see Blue Valley, man, are you in for a treat. This was the first time I had seen the Rams in person, and while these guys are legit, they would knock off Washington County 58-35. Blue Valley would outscore WC 18-5 in the first period and just kept them from making any real run as the Tigers trailed by double digits all of the second half in the 23-point loss. It was the usual leaders for Blue Valley, 21 points for Ryan Stevens and 19 for Jalen Pleasant. These two have been leaders both on and off the court and could take this Ram team very deep into this tournament. Elsewhere, it was six points for Trey Sump and Dakota Krause. Logan Shanks added three. Sophomore Braden Brockman finished with two. And Landon Triber hit a solo free throw for his one point on the night. In the loss, Washington County sophomore Monty Huckett netted 10. Seven apiece came from Austin Wirtz and Brett Berman, each knocking down one three-pointer 
while veterans Peyton LaDuke and Jaden Otot earned four each as well. And despite an 0 for 9 at the free throw line, Carson Kern did hit one bucket as he finished with two points. But Blue Valley advances to tomorrow's action. That makes the 1, the 2, and the 4 all punching their tickets to the semis. But for the three-seed Centralia, getting that fourth spot wasn't going to come without a fight as they took on six-seed Hanover. As anticipated, this game was a flat-out barn burner as both teams fought tooth and nail. In the end, Hanover would outlast and scratching claw out of victory over Centralia 43-40. This thing was a dead heat the entire way down to the final possession in which the Wildcats were able to make the play to outlast the Panthers. Hanover was led by a huge night from senior Chase Bruna, who finished with 20, earning nearly half of those at the free throw line. If a big man like that can get to the line 11 times, boy, he can inflict some big damage, and that's exactly what Bruna did. Fellow senior Cole Meyer finished with 8. Freshman Braylon Mine notched 6. Josh Zarbenicki was at the line 6 times. He finished with 4 points while Tanner Bruna and Brigham Bruna each had three to round up the 43 points for the Wildcats on the night. Hanover shot 28 free throws in this game. If you're a Wildcat opponent, you just can't let this team get that many free shots with the clock stopped. That really was the difference in this ballgame. In the loss, the Panthers had two players in double digits. Junior Paxton Bowers earned 11 points with Maverick Becker right behind him with a 10 spot. Junior Reese Tanking hit 1-3 on his way to 7 points. 6 points came from Brock Reineke. And senior Marcus Heinen rounded out the scoring with 4. But it was 6-seed Hanover knocking off 3-seed Centralia. Hanover, another one of those teams that we said going in, throw the seeds out the window. This is a dangerous Wildcat team that we may just see in that late game on Saturday. It's going to be hard to top the excitement of this game, but if anything can do it, it will be the upcoming game on Friday between the Wildcats and Blue Valley Rams. That's going to be some must-see action. Let's take one more break. We'll run through your scores from Tuesday night's consolation games. Then we'll take a look at what we have upcoming. We'll do that right after these. You know, the staff at B&D Buildings and Axel are a lot like their hometown Eagle athletes. They know the work starts long before what anyone sees. The planning and preparation are just the first step in providing quality worksmanship at B&D Buildings. They know teamwork is the key to their success. That's why B&D Buildings remains family-owned and family-run for over 15 years. They know no matter how difficult the task, they can get it done. From small garages to large machine sheds, no project will get any less than 100% effort. They know that sometimes you have to go that extra mile to get the job done. That's why B&D Building services areas in Kansas, Nebraska, Missouri, and Iowa. But most importantly, just like the student-athletes of Axel High, the staff at B&D Buildings are proud to be a part of the Axel community and happy to provide the best that they can to the people that they know and love. Visit bdbuildings.net or call 785-294-0147. B&D Buildings and Axtell, proud sponsor of the Axtell Eagles on the TVL Spotlight. And now a word from the guys at 785 Sports. What's up, guys? This is Carson from 785 Sports. You guys might have seen us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. 
If you haven't yet, go hit the follow button. We're almost at 3,000 followers on Instagram, growing rapidly every day. But we just wanted to let you guys know that the much-anticipated podcast is making a return. Interviews from your favorite athletes in the 75 area. So make sure to tune in on that. That'll be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you, guys. Welcome back to the TVL Spotlight, brought to you today by United Bank and Trust, Eminem Tire, and Washington Health and Drug. Run through your scores from Tuesday night. It was the Onega girls defeating Wetmore 58-12, the Troy girls defeating Axel 54-28, the Onega boys taking down Lynn 50-41, and the Wetmore boys defeating Frankfurt 45-40. As we head into your Thursday night, we'll first look at the consolation round, and we'll just go chronologically here. It is Wetmore taking on Blue Valley, that a 4-30 tip-off. The Valley Heights Mustangs take on Lynn. That one a 6 o'clock start. And the Centralia girls battling Frankfurt. That one to start roughly around 7.30. In the championship semifinals, it is the Hanover girls taking on Clifton Clyde. That the 6 p.m. start. And Washington County will face off against Donovan West. So two excellent games there in your semifinal action. Of course, winners go on to the championship games on Saturday night. Both of these games going to be excellent ball games tonight in the semifinals. Again, Hanover taking on Clifton Clyde and Washington County facing off against Donovan West. That's all I've got for you for today. We'll come back tomorrow, take a look at your scores and stats from tonight and get you set up for your Friday action as we have the boys' semifinals coming up tomorrow. As for today, Jeff Ford signing off. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope everyone has had a great week at the TVL tournament and and is enjoying some great basketball, whether you are in Washington or just listening in to the podcast here or your broadcasts online. Speaking of broadcasts, we do need to talk about that real quick. KNDY will have the championship semis and finals going on over the next three days. Check those out. Uh, Max Blasky will have the call of those games going on over the next few days. We will check those out. And again, I will have full recaps of those games here on the TVL Spotlight. I know the shows have been this week a little bit sporadic. I apologize for that. But as you can imagine, pretty busy right now between covering games and doing these shows. You have to imagine I'm I'm running pretty heavily right now. I will have a show coming up tomorrow. It may even be live. In fact, that's a, uh, a thought that I've been having. It may even be the uh, Facebook Live. So head to the Facebook page. Head to all social media. I have updates of all of these games all night long. I will be at Washington County tonight and tomorrow uh, taking a look at these games and get you set up for your Saturday a full Saturday we have going on at Washington County, weather permitting. Looks like everything's going to hold off. The snow wasn't as bad, I believe, as they thought. Hopefully we can keep that away on Saturday as well and get this tournament in. And uh, as I said at the beginning of the week, and we're having fun. We're having a lot of fun. I still think the best is yet to come. All right, Jeff Ford signing off again. Thank you so much to 
all my listeners, the sponsors, Washington Health and Drug, B&D Buildings, 785 Sports, United Bank and Trust, M&M Tires, and the Hanover Hospital. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow here on the TVL Spotlight.